of WFAN. This is Mike Son, Francesca on the fan on this uh, overcast kind of rain to come Monday, the 17th day of the month. Yankees and Red Sox tomorrow during the day. Playing the day game in deference to the Jewish holiday, but rain is in the forecast. The Yankees uh, will see if they make an early call on that tomorrow, so we may have a show. Well, we'll have a short show after the game. Or we could have a whole show. We will have Pat Shermer uh, one way or the other tomorrow. We will have Eli today. So we might have a show tomorrow if there's rain. If not, we won't. If we do, we probably won't Wednesday because they'll play a double dip, I'm told, uh, if that's the case, uh, you know, as far as Wednesday go. But let's take that as it happens. We'll see what happens first because we've got plenty to talk about today. And the Yankees will be at the bottom of the list. They'll be there because you can't trust anything about them. But – Here's the descending order of a rotten weekend, rotten day. Um, the Yankees, you just can't trust anything about them. Yesterday showed you again why. The Jets, I understand it was disappointing. I understand at times uh, Sam played like a rookie. He also did some good things. I don't really get that upset about yesterday in the grand scheme of things. Uh, Thursday night game with Cleveland would be interesting. Um, we'll take it from there. Again, not devastating. It, it, hey, a little setback, but not awful. Really not awful. And then we get to the coup de gras, the absolute topic of conversation, and that is the total nightmare that the Giants are right now. And it is worse than... Any of us could have envisioned. We talked for months about the schedule and the pitfalls that were maybe in front of them. But this isn't even about the schedule. This isn't even about a level of competition. This is about not having a clue how to fix the problem that was presented. And now for the second straight season, and really Three years, but let's just say for the second straight season, because that, that and the injuries felled that team last year. Then on top of it came bad coaching decisions and crashes and everything else that led to a coaching change. But we believed, and I have to take blame for it too, because I thought with the new hierarchy, with the new coaching staff, I went on the premise that they understood the gravity of their problems and that they made changes and the guys they brought in hopefully could do the job. Did I love that Flowers was still on the line? Nobody understood it. Move him from left to right. A lot of people thought he could maybe play on the right side. At least give him a chance. I understood that for him. And I'm one pick, the whole thing. You were making changes at every other spot. They sent Jones packing. I didn't understand that exactly. But the center in the first week was probably the best of the linemen anyway, and now he goes down and leaves on a cart last night, okay, to make things worse. But here's the bottom line. They made changes. They identified it and brought people in. And then they looked last night as bad as any giant line has ever looked. They were unaware, 
They lacked anything in the way of cohesiveness. They were getting beat on element, elementary stunts and blitzes, to the likes of which you can never see. And frankly, the guys, the changes they made, the guys they brought in, and I bought into the left side. I thought Sold would be okay. I thought Hernandez would be good. They've been terrible. And the right side, you knew it was dangerous. It's been worse than that. Now you got a backup playing at center, and they couldn't block anything. Don't for a second. Look at that game last night at 20 to 13. That game was 20 to 3. Anything after 20 to 3 was nonsense. They had 147 yards in the body of that game when Dallas was playing real defense. Forget what they tacked on late. That was all cosmetic. That's exchanging time for yardage as is the age-old way of playing in this league. We understand that. But when Dallas played them straight up, they embarrassed them. And you came away from that game, and three things were unbelievably apparent. They cannot block the run. They cannot block for the pass, and they have no pass rush. And then when Apple went out, they picked on his replacement. Okay, I mean, that, you know, that happens in this league. We understand that. The defense wasn't great last night. It wasn't terrible last night. It wasn't really the issue last night, except that they have no pass rush. Vernon's out, and they didn't have even anything in the way of a pass rush. And, you know, everyone got on Jason Garrett, but Jason Garrett at least had an idea how he wanted to open the game, and he went to a max protect look, and he got the ball down the field and made a big play to get out in front in the game and turned out to be, without question, the biggest play in the game because it got them started, and the Giants never got started. And everyone's going to make this about Eli and the back, and the receivers. And you know what? Don't even bring them up right now. Because until they can address and figure out what they can do to somehow make this a representative line in terms of selecting personnel, coaching the personnel that's in hand, and the guy they have on the offensive line as their, as their assistant has been in this league a long time. All right, but right now they are nowhere, absolutely nowhere from a coaching standpoint, from a personnel standpoint. They can't block a play. Barkley, I felt bad for him. I mean, he basically has got to give everybody spin moves in the backfield every down. I mean, they couldn't block a regular running play. How many times you see guys running free to the quarterback? How many different times? Past embarrassing. Sherman doesn't go on the first one, fourth and a foot at the 50 yard line, which I have no idea what he was thinking. Absolutely none. Then he backs up that he had no idea what he was thinking because then he turns around and goes on his own 35 yard line. Nothing. I mean, the Giants were running play after play and getting nowhere. Eli at one point had completed like 18 passes for like two yards. Dump off, dump off, dump off, dump off, dump off, dump off. I mean, come on. 
something has to get. And if this, here's the deal. If this is it and they can't fix it, and personnel-wise, I have no idea how you're going to fix a line in, this is the line you selected. Now you got the starting center hurt, and you got Greco as the backup because you traded Jones away. I don't know if Jones would have been better, but at least he, you know, I got to figure he would have been better. Hernandez has been a total bust. Solder's been just awful. And Solder even said after the game, give him credit, he said they ran stunts, they ran blitzes, and we never blocked or recognized any of it. Now think about that indictment. This isn't about anybody else. This isn't about backs or quarterbacks or anything else. This is about the idea of blocking a play. Didn't pick up any of it, Solder said. None of it. They ran blitzes, they ran stunts, and we didn't pick up any of it. Why? Why? There are times you're overrun. But last night, they were more schemed than overrun. There were a couple times they were overrun. But for the most part, they were just schemed. Into a night of embarrassment. I mean, they never, I mean, they never had time to run a play. They were under duress. Eli was under duress every single play. If it was a running play, there's no hole. If there's a pass play, he's got no time. No time, no hole. No hole to run it, no time. Every single play. What good is it having all-world skilled people if you can't block anybody? So clearly, the thing we can address after two games is they don't know how to coach this line, and they didn't know how to pick the players on the line. Because they put four new guys out there, and they stink. They're not bad. They stink. This is non-competitive stuff right now. They can't score. They got Barkley. Barkley's got a world to tell. You can see it oozing out of him. We know what Beckham can do. All right, the tight end's got to poop. He can hold onto the ball, but we know he's explosive. They can't get the ball down the field to these guys. And what, I don't know, you know, they're going into an 0-2 Houston, which that Houston team's always missing something. Okay, they get they uh, Clowney doesn't play yesterday. The other they got merciless. They got Clowney. Last year they tormented people. With those two now they get Watt back and they can't sack the quarterback. Their quarterback gets sacked every time you turn around. In the two games this year, but they can't sack the quarterback. But they have their own problems. All right, they're owing to. But they haven't been home yet. Now they come home and you know what they're going to be thinking? We're going to unleash our pass rush. Eli's a sitting duck here, and you know Eli doesn't have the mobility that a lot of these young quarterbacks have. He's not blessed with that. We know that. You know that going in. So here's what you can just address. And, you know, unless there's some a magical transformation, they picked guys who can't do the job. So they failed miserably. They're headed for oblivion with this team. I mean, I hate thinking about this. Not any reason they'd be hopeful a little bit about this team if they can't block. 
We saw this last year, and it looks like they did not fix one iota of it. And if they don't forget everything else, I don't want to hear a word about any other position. If they can't fix this line, they're headed right back to where they drafted last year. You don't have to wait long to be talking about it. Because that's where they're headed, the way they're playing and the way they're blocking it. They can't block anything. That was brutal. Against a Dallas team that was reeling. Jimmy Johnson yesterday, I was happened to see the pregame. He goes, I'm picking the, I'm picking the Giants because they can't be as bad as the Cowboys. That's how bad the Cowboys were in week one. Want to bet? They can be worse. Cowboys toyed with them last night. 20 to 3. Boy, that's, it, I mean, it's past depressing. Because when you, when you don't block, when you can't stop the opposing defense from just wrecking your offense on every play, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. You're going to you're gonna go to a quick offense? You're going to stop moving Eli around? You're not moving him around. You want to go to a three-step drop? Fine. What about your explosiveness? What about the ability to get the ball downfield? They can't even get the ball. They can't even utilize a play-action game because they can't gain any yardage on first down. Barkley's going to break reception records? Yeah, because he's going to get 40 dump-offs a game. The guy had to practice his spin move every time he turned around last night. He's spinning against somebody because there's somebody in the backfield every time he turned around. Boy, deplorable doesn't even count. I mean, that was so bad. I mean, it, they the, nothing you could have watched last night would have been worse than that. Because if you just turned the ball over and you went up and down the field in the shootout, you'd say, you know what, maybe we could patch up this defense. You know, we're moving the football, blah, blah, blah. You can't run a play. This is elementary. They can't block an opponent right now. Elementary. There are two things that just end conversations in football. When you can't block the game at a point of attack and when you can't stop the run at the point of attack, game, set, match, there's nothing to talk about. And that's where the giant offense is right now. They can't play at the point of attack. That was awful. When you have your tackle, who you paid a ton of money to, say, we didn't pick up anything. That brings a whole lot in, including the coaching. Last night, the Giants, they not only made you depressed, they made you sick. Back after this. 